What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to some assembly. Some assembly. Some assembly required. Welcome to some assembly required. Let's chat. What's up, y'all? And welcome to season two of Some Assembly Required. I am your host, E. It is lovely to have you join me for the very first episode of this season. It has been um, quite some time since we last spoke. I think the last time we were here was probably May, right? So I wanted to give you guys a little walkthrough for those of you who haven't been here in a while or for those of you who are here for the first time. I'm happy to provide you with a previously on some assembly required. Uh, Last season, we talked about a bunch of stuff, including, but not limited to, the inception of the pod itself, why and how we got to some assembly required, self-validation, the role of like fear-driven responses. We talked about being a buffer and the kind of role that has in life Jotehood versus goathood. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should just go give it a listen. Um, my televisual life, all things television for me, a little bit of poetry, a little bit of resilience with a guest. We had some mindset stuff, some teenager mindset stuff, some music items, 11 things I hate about you, one of my personal favorites, and a 10-year high school anniversary reflection zone, maybe? The genocide. And I was going to have one more episode following that to wrap up season one. And then life happened. I didn't even, I, I recorded it. I did. I recorded a finale and it was pretty terrible. And um, I decided to just pass on that. And then I said, you know, I'll do it next week. And then next week turned into next week. And This is why uh, we talked about strategies um, to be accountable in season one. This is why we will continue to talk about strategies for accountability in season two and probably forever. But um, last we chatted, it was May of 2023. It is now, by the time you are listening to this, fall of 2023. And you may be wondering what all actually did happen in that third of the year where we've essentially heard nothing from some assembly required. And like I mentioned, life happened and life happened pretty aggressively. I'll give you the SparkNotes version where, um, or the highlights. Oh my gosh, because it's football season. Let's go with the highlights. Um, Highlights are, I moved to a new home. That means I moved an entire four-bedroom house with only four people in only four days. And it was pretty aggressive. Like I mentioned to you guys earlier, um, when that was over, I was overjoyed. But uh, what else happened? I had a bit of a job change that required a huge brain reorg. Um, I don't think that I've ever pushed my brain quite to these limits, but I'm having a good time and it uh, it's enjoyable. I'm not, what's to complain about? Moving through, meeting new goals. Awesome. Met some important health goals for myself. Uh, I had fatty liver. I no longer have fatty liver. Feel really great about that. I also realized that 
Paramore's new album is also like really really good like equal or more if equal to the early Paramore albums just give it a listen new album this is why it's really awesome um I also realized that chaos is inevitable um I I I came to this conclusion actually probably like I think it was senior year of high school in AP physics we were talking about um the definition of the word entropy in physics and basically it means something in like thermodynamics and like because of how energy breaks down energy is partial to chaos I don't know that's entropy look it up but I remember reading the definition and thinking oh this means that everything is basically chaotic and it's true like I have I you know when you have those moments where like it's week after week where you're like oh this week was just kind of crazy and then another week and you're like oh this week also was kind of crazy and it's been like five weeks and you realize that life is just kind of crazy and there's like a reset for me when I come to this conclusion, which is great. Um, but entropy, duh. I also dealt with like these planet sized issues that required way more brain work than I thought I would ever even be capable of. Um, so basically if you listen to season one, not much has changed. Um, Everything that's happened within those couple of months was, as I mentioned a jillion times now, pretty aggressive. But yeah, we we made it and I'm just happy to be back here. I'm happy to continue to make efforts towards being consistent and maybe changing it up a little bit. I don't know how, but we'll get through that together. So what are we bringing to season two? The highlights. <laughs> more highlights definitely not a plan or a structure that I'm going to follow because this is season two episode one volume three for example um I've tried this quite a few times and I mentioned to you guys that I tried the final episode of season one and um managed to miss that opportunity shout out to season one um if you catch my drift but yeah, not coming with a plan that I'm going to follow. That's for sure. I'll have a plan and then I'll change it and then I'll follow that one for a little while. But that's what's coming. Uh, hoping to pique your interest once or twice this season. So I'm going to bring my A game. Like I mentioned, consistency is going to be on the table. Another shout out to season one of some assembly required. But uh, I also hope to bring uh, something a little more special, which is more vocabulary. I know that uh, repetition is the mother of learning for my Latin peeps out there, but um, last season was kind of rough. I I used the same phrase so many times, and I'm trying to pull away from that. No promises, because I already recorded episode two, and I heard myself saying the same thing over and over again, so we'll make an effort towards that starting episode three. But today... I just wanted to bring you guys a a small story um, to kick off this season, something that's like really cool, but also really impactful and short. So when I was in the third grade, my mom gifted me a CD player, which at that time was a very big deal to be able to, first of all, travel with music was a really big deal, let alone to have my own. Okay, so this was gifted to me for a birthday. 
my family was like lower to lower middle socioeconomic status. So like this was also a splurge. And the fact that it was just mine was beyond, right? So think about already, I'm, I'm in a pivotal stage in my life. And I had only two CDs that accompanied this um, CD player for a very long time. And those were um, Hijas de Tomate by Las Ketchup. And if you have zero idea what those words mean, if you've ever heard the song that goes, I said, hey, ha, that song that is Las Ketchup and that is the album that contains the song amongst a plethora of other really awesome songs that I had zero idea what they were talking about fun fact Acerejé is also inspired by Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight you might have already seen that fun fact somewhere else but if you haven't Go give it a listen. It's pretty revolutionary. Um, and then the other album that I had was This Is Me Then by J-Lo, which was also an iconic album with Jenny from the Block on that bad boy. Those were the only CDs that I had. And at this point in history, in time, you had to actually go out to a like record store, music store to purchase a CD and CDs were not cheap and you had to stand in line for the very popular ones and they would sell out really aggressively. So most of the music that I listened to was just like trying to, um, steal things illegally off the internet, trying, never said I did in case somebody tries to come after me. Um, but I also was a minor. So anyway, I also would just go into these stores and listen to the music, like in their little demo sections where you have, they had like a pair of overhead earphones that you could go like listen to some save songs that were really popular at the time. And that's where I'd find my new music. And I mean, that was cool. It was really cool. But it was also almost sad because I almost missed out on this really important album in my life. So when I was also in the third grade, one of my, actually my best friend at the time, her name's Yvette, shout out Yvette, she gifted me um, an album. She burned an album for me. If you don't know what that means, go look it up. Um, but she had to do this for me. I remember under the table because for some reason in my third gradeness, her mom thought that I was like a troublemaker or something. So she like low key burned the album or copied the metamorphosis album by Hilary Duff for me. And I didn't even know that this was something I wanted to listen to. I remember she specifically was like, Hey, like, this is a really good album. Have you heard it? Like, it's really cool. And she shared it with me. And like, talk about pivotal moments. That was a pivotal album for essentially all of the millennial generation. I don't think it even discriminated across male or female because every guy that I play Come Clean by Hilary Duff around is like singing along with it, you know? So this is probably the equivalent to like maybe Hannah Montana for Gen Z or like songs that go viral on TikTok nowadays by some like random artist uh, for the alpha generation, maybe. I don't know if that's an equivalent um, exchange, but she introduced me to this album and I I don't know honestly what I, like I might've missed out on a whole chapter of my life and my identity and 
missed out on like an integral part of my generation had my Hispanic homie not just like low-key done this business for me. And I appreciate her so freaking much. Like she's the person that it pulled Hillary Duff and introduced her to me as not Lizzie McGuire. That was crazy town. Nobody would have ever understood that. But the reason that I bring this up is because I have a lot of vivid memories associated with like the entire Metamorphosis album, specifically in like the order that it was released and as like a full experience. So this is why I'm bringing it up. Um, my coworkers and I were reminiscing about the good old Hillary Duff and I came to this like weird moment where I'm like, people don't really listen to albums wholly anymore. I'm glad I'm seeing like a little bit of a surge in this, but it's, it's not really common for a whole album to be listened to unless it's like Taylor Swift or I guess O-Rod nowadays too. Um, but I want to encourage you guys to listen to full albums. Who knows what potential like vivid memory associations you're missing out on by not like diversifying your collection a little bit it's something so small but in like 20 years we'll be feeling these same throwback moments to now instead of throwing it back only to the 90s if you're me anyway thank you guys for joining uh season two episode one I guess version three, um but the only version you guys are gonna hear at least for now on some assembly required um If you guys want to reach out to us beyond just hearing us here on your um, preferred podcast network, you can find us on Instagram at someassemblyrequiredpod on YouTube if um, for some reason you want to hear this again but see the still of my picture at someassemblyrequiredpod or you can shoot us an email at dearsomeassembly at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and just want to know what you want to hear about or just Come talk some bullshit. I don't mind. You know I'm here to chat. Anyway, until next time, I'll chat with you guys soon.